0: everybody welcome to BO boys for Tuesday July 14th it's a raw feed fuck it we're doing it live I'm Clayton I'm Pat and sorry we missed last week uh it couldn't be avoided uh just a lot going on I don't think I need to explain myself uh and I won't
1: So you're coming in hot Yeah you will not explain yourself
0: Yeah I'm going to preemptively shut down all the bitching and complaining.
1: Okay. So it's, I mean, the thing is when we do this podcast, the onus is always on us for the communication with the fans, with the listeners. And we almost always fulfill that. But, you know, once in a while, it would be nice if, the listeners took the burden on of this podcast coming out. Mm -hmm. And so for all the wannabe old boys, wannabe old girls who are throwing their hands up, we don't know what the number one movie was last week. Also, we'll get to that. Don't worry.
0: Yes, we'll catch you up.
1: You know, once in a while, let the onus of this podcast coming out be on someone other than the B.O. boys
0: yeah I mean this is a time of crisis and 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 we're here and we're 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 doing it as much as we possibly can plus there's the added and I don't want to get into this because I know listen we don't want another episode to get deleted but so I've had to move locations and mm-hmm. I may have to move again uh, because of extenuating circumstances and this is all stemming from I should I even mention it mentioning Chrissy Hemi
1: Right. Okay, well, we're in a risky territory now, but I think you got to do and it. And
0: fraudulent Netflix numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. After that episode, and this is a fact, my internet was disconnected. Mm-hmm. And I had to flee my – where I was living. I'm mm-hmm. currently in an undisclosed location. And, you know, last week there was, you know, an incident, and – I do believe I've been found, so I may need to move again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have a vague idea of where you are, but I can't fully confirm it.
0: Yeah. So, so, you know, I can't get into the details. Uh, I'm already giving too many details, I believe. Uh, yeah.
1: Just saying it's a location is, is, is risky.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes. Saying it's a location is as far as I can go. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, this isn't just... Th- this is my life. And 100%. I, I need to guard my life. Box office is important. But my life is
1: slightly more important. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess so. I guess so, yeah. Uh, it's... Well, yeah. Well, mm, uh, okay. Uh, your life is more important than
0: well, it is so close. It is so close. It's so close. It's too close it's to so call. It's so
1: close. It's more okay. I'll give you this. Your life is more important to you than box office is to you. True. And I'll. That's as far as I'll go. But
0: that can't be said for you or the general populace.
1: No, of okay. course not. No. All right. So the thing is, there's a lot of stories to cover. Yeah. And Clayton, I think we got to start in court. Oh, you got to start in court. Um, the movies have moved to court, and we're not talking about courtroom movies. We're talking about the movie business in court.
0: Yes, and in this case, I believe that you can handle the truth.
1: Yeah, you got to handle the truth. I think that's the new catchphrase. Is you listen, you got to handle the truth. So the big story, of course, is that it looks like the movie theater trade group NATO which is a collection, sort of a union of of all the big theater chains, uh, are looking to sue the state of New Jersey in federal court because they're saying that the New Jersey uh, laws and restrictions on how businesses are reopening are being unfair to the movie business. Yeah, so apparently like in this phase in Jersey, churches are opening malls, libraries, museums, but Movie theaters are not being allowed to reopen in New Jersey.
0: Okay, so here's here's what we got to talk about. So mm-hmm. this is actually tied into what I just previously said. How important is film going, box office movies compared to those other institutions, right? Okay. So we're talking churches. Okay. Now God is everywhere, correct? If God exists, He's everywhere.
1: Sure. De- he definitely is.
0: So you don't need a church necessarily to walk into. It's nice. It's nice to have. Mm-hmm, but I would mm-hmm. say it's a luxury. and they probably don't need to be opened in this phase. Right.
1: Well, it's 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 like you could watch your God wherever you go nowadays. You don't need to all crowd into a church. You know, God is on the go. God is in your pocket. You know, God is in your home. So you could stream God anywhere. Well, because here's the difference. If he exists. here's the, If he exists.
0: Here's the difference between churches and movie theaters, right? Mm-hmm. Churches are... So you can watch movies uh, from home now, but not like the big movies, right? Yes. So if we're talking... F9 being godlike. Mhm. Tenant mm-hmm. being godlike. Those you can't visit anywhere but a movie theater. Yes. But church and your home God is in this it's it's he's available in all the same like all those different places, right? All it's,
1: the big the big gods are 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 also available at home. It's not like you could only get Moses, you know, or Jesus stories in, in the church. You know, the, the you could get the big God stories at home, but you can't get right now um, Wonder Woman 1984 at home.
0: They are not releasing new passages from the Bible only in churches. Yes, exactly. That exactly. Bible it's, is the same at home as it is in the church. Yes, the the
1: church is is all catalog.
0: It's all catalog, which is great. And it's all it's catalog fine. titles, and we need to get back there to become a society that we want to be, right?
1: But a church, I mean, yeah, sure. Not the this people phase. want to go, yeah. So, so what we're saying is like right off the bat, movie theaters. Opening is more important than churches opening. Yes. Churches should be in a later phase than movie theaters.
0: Okay, next one. Malls. Give me a fucking malls. break.
1: Yeah. Amazon. Go online. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What are you going to a mall for? Yeah. Yeah. It was this 1996. Yeah. And what are you gonna go you have to go skateboard with your friends through a mall? Come on. He, Come on. Here's the people who go to malls or
0: used to go to malls. Kids and pervs. Kids don't go mm-hmm. to malls anymore. Pervs don't need to be at malls.
1: Because of no kids. Yep. 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 And, and and it's like everything, it's the same thing with church. Everything the pervs want in a mall, it's streaming now. Yes. They got it streaming.
0: I, and it's, too, it's 2020, I'm talking about fucking malls?
1: Yeah. Okay, next.
0: What, what was the next thing to open up?
1: Uh, libraries and museums, which I, I'll lump into the same category of, you know, uh, just, you know, nerd stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean... I'm a library guy, but, you know, same thing. It's like, you know, all that stuff is available somewhere else. Yeah, you're going to have to pay a premium, PVOD, right? But you can have it in your home.
1: Right, right, right. You know, museums... Okay, museums might be the closest comp here to a movie theater. Yes. Because the big paintings, the big statues... You know the big uh, uh, artifacts; those are only available in the hardtop museums.
0: But they're all—they're
1: not streaming. Michelangelo is not streaming. They're all cataloged too, when you think about it. And and here they are. Yeah, they are. Well, there's new. There's new paintings all the time. Yeah, but they don't get. I don't museums. think they get as much. Um. Eventually, right? right?
0: I mean, eventually, but we're talking those are in those are in the downtown uh, galleries. galleries,
1: right? So the ga- i mean, the art galleries then might need to be in a in a, uh, a sooner phase than museums. No, because that stuff shit because it's not
0: that stuff shit because it's not in a museum yet. Okay, and nobody cares if so, it's not in a museum. So it's a catch twenty two. Right, right. Here, here's right, what I can right. say about. About museums, and I had it and I lost it. See, that's the thing. we were live, live feed. Fuck it, we're doing it live. I totally yeah. lost my point on museums. It would have been great. It, dude, it would have been spectacular. It would have nailed museums yeah. to the wall.
1: Yep, yep, yep. So maybe it's better. It's better for the museums that you, uh, that you had that little mental breakdown and didn't remember. Oh no! Here, um, I got it. I got it. Here's you got it. Lost. Okay, museums are fucked. Here we go
0: if you haven't been to a museum yet, you ain't gonna go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Museums have been mm-hmm. around for a very long time, and if you're walking around, so you're in a major metropolitan city, and you're thinking, hmm, you know what? Maybe I'll go to the library today. No, I'm not gonna go. If you really wanted to go to a, uh, a museum, you'd go to a museum, right? So you lost your right. chance. That's just, the, right. that's just a shit-out-of-luck situation. You lost your yeah, chance. You had a
1: chance to go to a museum and you blew it,
0: dude. You blew it. How long? You blew it. How long has the Met been around? How long has the Louvre been around? We're talking over a hundred years, right? Easy, maybe a thousand. So, if you didn't go before COVID, you ain't ever gonna go. Come on, let's right. let's stop acting like we're hoity-toity. Let's stop acting yeah. like museums are anything but. Like a, a
1: one-time-only thing. Yeah, let's cut the shit on museums.
0: Yes. So, so this is a long-winded way of saying I agree with
1: this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing: we're not going to sit here and say that hardtop movie theaters should be reopened right now. We're leaving that to the medical experts, all you know, doctors and lawyers. But I think what we will say is. All these other things, churches, malls, libraries, museums, should be in a later phase than movie theaters because movie theaters are more important.
0: Yeah, those should be in a TBD phase.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Those are final. That's final phase. That's vaccine phase. I don't know what phase. Yes, yes, yes. That is vaccine phase. That is three. Museums, I would say, are three years into a vaccine phase oh absolutely because we almost want to keep them closed way longer than they need to be just so that we don't have people bothering us do you want to go to a museum with me
0: and we've talked about this previously malls the outside of malls should just be converted into screens for drive-ins yes yes so, yes. so there shouldn't be malls until we don't need drive-in screens anymore. And, the, and here's the thing. We might all be like, you know what? We love drive-ins again. We
1: don't need malls. No, we definitely don't need the interiors. I think with malls, at this point, you gut the interiors and you just use the outside walls for drive-ins. I don't know what you use the interior of the malls for, you know, landfills, something like that. Heli, you know, helipads for helicopters. I don't know. That's a good idea. But, um, yeah, I I think that the movie theaters, they have a lawsuit here. So they are suing the state of New Jersey. Um, you know, listen, I get it. It's probably a crazy lawsuit that's not going to work. But these movie theaters, they need to find money somewhere. You know, they didn't make... All the money they were expecting to make at this point on all the big summer movies. So at this point, yeah, they got to just start suing states to cover all those lost ticket sales.
0: Well, I mean, I am also I mean, listen, I lost crazy, but they got no I'm going to sue New York State. Yes,
1: we should all sue New
0: York State.
1: Yes, yes. Every at this point, we we've hit the point in the pandemic. Where everyone should be suing everything.
0: Yes. I got my money from the government. It wasn't Mm -hmm. enough. Sue.
1: No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, it should be, yeah, this is phase whatever, unfettered, constant lawsuits by everyone.
0: And like, I can't throw my underground, unsanctioned foam parties, which is how I make my money, not to disclose mm-hmm. too much, and I can't do those now, right? And sue. Of course I'm going to sue over that. You've got to sue. Who cares if I never had permits? It doesn't matter. It no, doesn't matter.
1: you never had the foam, but they can't prove that now.
0: No. I mean, I'm being sued by party goers who are saying, where's the foam? And I'm okay with right. it.
1: Right, 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 because you know you're going to sue something bigger. And that's that's you pay it pretty forward. much what the next year has to be is everyone suing everything. So, yeah, the movie theater suing New Jersey, it makes it makes total sense.
0: We're at the like you said, point of the pandemic, wash your hands, mm-hmm. wear a mask, six feet apart, lawyer up.
1: Yep. Yep. So, yeah, it looks like the lawsuit isn't officially in court. But I mean, does it even have to be? Courts aren't open. I feel like at this point, law you know lawsuits should be handled over Twitter, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, we just have to we just have to pivot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, do
0: we want to get into the thorny issue here? Which I don't think we do. But like, they're suing because they're saying it's unconstitutional. Is that just a way to? Sue, like we said, sue anything because that's what I'm doing with my phone. Par- my phone party. I'm saying it's unconstitutional that they're not allowing me to have my phone parties, and I don't really right. believe that. I, I don't know what the con- I don't know the Constitution enough to know phone parties are even mentioned.
1: I mean, I think that's a great tactic for everyone's lawsuits now. Is you got to say unconstitutional because it's so it's such a scary word to throw around. You know, because no one wants to be called unconstitutional. Oh, absolutely not. It's one of the worst things you can be called. Right, right. So if you're the state of New Jersey and you've got movie theaters calling you unconstitutional, you might just want to settle out of court just to, you know, to, to quell that bad press. And I think that's going to be the same thing with you and your phone parties, is if you throw around unconstitutional, whoever you're suing, you know, the states, The foam manufacturers, you know, empty warehouses, they're not going to want that label on them. Here's how we'll know. Here's how we'll know
0: if that claim of unconstitutionality is getting to the state of New Jersey. When we see preliminary talks and if someone representing New Jersey is photographed photographed with a American flag tie—
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we will
0: know that the theater's got something going because they've got Jersey scared.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, you see the governor of Jersey, you know, like walking around with a printed out constitution on them, mm-hmm. you know, sort of saying like, oh, you know, I'm just doing my, uh, you know, my outdoor reading, a little light reading, with my mask on, I'm wearing a mask, so good for them. You know, doing a lot of outdoor reading of the Constitution, exactly. Then you know that that the theater lawsuit is really shaking them. So we'll have to look out for that. We'll keep
0: everybody yep. posted on this because this is a yeah, this is a bombshell.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a perfect. It's a story in our backyard. You know, we're coastal elites. I'm in New York. Well, I can't. You, I can't say what my you backyard can't disclos- is. Can't disclose. So yeah, we can't say we. are But in your heart your backyard is still in the, you know, tri-state area. Mm -hmm. And so this is a story we're uniquely able to cover. Only, only. Because we got eyes on Jersey. Yeah.
0: Only we can do it.
1: Yeah. So we'll keep a lookout. We will, uh, you know, see if it gets to Zoom court, which I guess would be the next step. And uh, yeah, we'll see if New Jersey officials start, you know, carting around the constitution in public which would mean this lawsuit is really taking hold.
0: My favorite book is the constitution. I guess it's not a Have book. Have you been It's a it's a it's a pamphlet, right?
1: I'm sure they've printed it as a book at this point. They bound it's bound. It's got to be bound, yeah. No, it's a it's a full on Gina Gershon situation. Oh yeah. Um So speaking of movie theaters and money, should we move on to our next news story?
0: AMC got bailed out.
1: Yeah, good for them. So AMC, which was, we were starting to predict on our last episode that full-on AMC out of business situation was imminent. And I think AMC heard that. Maybe weren't even checking their financial statements. Heard us say that they might go out of business soon. And then that little, you know, spark in their ass saying, We got to get some uh, investment in this company.
0: And they did. They got an infusion of cash, which is going to supposedly keep them solvent, even in a worst case scenario, until spring.
1: So then they're. They should be. It says keep them afloat all the way through twenty twenty one. Okay. So then, yeah, I guess through twenty twenty one. It says they've reached a debt agreement that will keep them afloat through twenty twenty one.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, that's longer than I thought.
1: Um. So listen, you know, there's a lot of stocks. No, you know, stocks, bonds. Lean notes, all sort of like, you know, big financial buzzwords. But basically what it means is, you know, a bunch of people with deep pockets said, give us a piece of AMC, here's some money, right? Is that pretty much what happened here?
0: Yes, that's what always happens. And the main point that we can get from this is that theaters, at least AMC, they are still planning... To be around, and mm-hmm. distribution is going to change, and the window is going to change, and all the you know the the theatrical to uh, VOD window is going to change. But we'll at least have AMC's around, hopefully, mm-hmm. when things get better. But we don't know when that's going to be because as we've seen, there's been spikes in many places, including Los Angeles, which is a big movie town, in which is a place that there's a lot of AMC's and there's a lot of big hard top theaters and if they cannot reopen in the next few months that's going to that that's going to affect what the studios give us to watch in hard tops
1: yeah i mean as of today which is monday july 13th or tuesday july 14th um, California has gone fully backwards and everything is shut down once again. They're at like phase, you know March basically. They are like nothing could be open. So we are, I would say, a long time away from hardtop movie theaters opening in the state of California.
0: Yeah, and, and which
1: I'll... to me that means I don't think new movies are going to be released. Four months at this point, like if California is out of play, it's time to start wiping that slate.
0: Yeah, it's we all I. I there's no harm in throwing up the white flag for a little while.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think Tenet is one of those movies that, you know, it keeps giving people false hope. You see all these ads on TV, August 12th, August 12th, August 12th. It ain't gonna be August twelfth, you guys. It's not. It's
1: just not. Nope. It's not. It's not. And it's not you know, we've talked before about New Mutants, which is a movie that even pre COVID was pushed date change like five or six different times. We talked about how of course New Mutants is an edge movie. It's uh gonna a lot of movement, but no release. Yeah. Never gonna come out. But that's a movie where that was always the joy of New Mutants, was how it edges you, was how it keeps moving, but you're never going to get the release. We like that. Tenant, though, is a different situation. Tenant, um, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's starting to feel uh, painful. Yes, it's starting to feel painful. Yeah. Yes, there is a pain in Tenant that there is not with New Mutants.
0: Yeah, there's no pleasure in waiting for Tenant. It is becoming only pain. Yes, yes. And it's OK. There's a balance. There can be a balance, obviously. You know, there's there pleasure and pain together. I mean, mm, you know, peanut butter, jelly, come right. on.
1: But right, right.
0: Tenet's just too big of a movie. It's too mm-hmm. much of a signpost to be doing this because it wasn't created to be an Edge movie. It's become now, an Edge movie.
1: And and I feel like with Tenant and the way it's treating its audience, there is no safe word. Tenant never gave us a safe word, which is Tenant is a movie that is, as far as we know, a, a premise based around a mystery word. Like, tenant, from what we – I remember from the trailers that I saw, you know, six months ago, it's, it's a word that exists in this world and no one knows what it means. So, like, it's a movie about a safe word, but they are not giving their audience a safe word in all the pain that they're causing them.
0: That's even crueler.
1: Yes. Because at this point, I want to say whatever the safe word is, and I want tenant to stop, and I want tenant to stop punishing us
0: yes move to 2021
1: yes just do it just do it just do it just do it give us a safe word that will allow tenant to stop beating us up to stop hurting us and to just move because we if if tenant still keeps doing this it's going
0: to make us still feel like we're going to live normal lives soon and
1: we're not right so just stop. It's cruel. So with AMC getting this cash to keep them solvent for the next year, does it also feel like this was a big move because I'm sure they're giving away a lot. They're giving a, away a lot of like profit percentage to the new investors. But they they're if not publicly, they are internally admitting we are not going to create money this year. Like, they have to know that they are not going to be releasing movies and making money for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the box office is, is scheduled, or at least it's, it's being tapped to drop 70% from last year. Mm-hmm. Now, I get that sounds like a big drop, and it is. And last year was the second biggest box office total of all time. So it's actually, 70% does not seem as low as it should be. And I think that 70% is assuming that there are going to be some movies that come out mm-hmm. before the end mm-hmm. of the year. And I would, you know, I'd put, I'd put even money on, this, God, I don't even want to say like winter. Like, what do I know?
1: Right, right. We don't know. But I, I I do feel like we know it ain't gonna be August. It ain't gonna be ten and August twelfth. Yeah. That ain't happening. Um, it's also looking like the studios are starting to realize it's probably not gonna be September, October. You know, we have a couple of moves. One of them is uh the the Halloween kills, which was the sequel to the you know, Team Danny McRide reboot of Halloween. That was supposed to open this October. It has now officially been pushed back an entire year to October 2021. Yeah. So um, it's going from you know,
0: October 16th of this year to October 15th next year.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you're starting to see that the studios realize fall is probably going to be out as well.
0: Yeah. Halloween is is halloween's being canceled guys yeah purge is getting moved Um, forever purge is being moved from where it was originally scheduled july 10th so it would have already come out and then it was mm -hmm. not scheduled it is now coming out july 9th 2021 so again moving all the way to next year which
1: is smart Interesting. yeah that was one we were fully expecting to become a streamer but good for them it's still may. It still could. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no other big moves. I mean, it's... God, I feel like the last four months of this podcast has just been waiting for the Tenant shoe to drop. And we're, we're getting at a point where I feel like in the next episode or so, we're going to have a big final answer on Tenant. It's either going to be they full-on move it to next year or... They make a statement that says, we're opening in August. If it's in 10 theaters, it's in 10 theaters. We're fucking done. We ain't moving this again. You know, g- kiss my butt. You're going to have to do a kiss my butt. We're, we're not moving statement. Go kick rocks. Mm-hmm. 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 So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel It's like one of those two. I need clothes. It's either
1: a big move or it's a. We ain't moving, you know, go scratch.
0: Yep, go screw.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So it god, it's so hard because tenant with Tenet goes our
1: spirits, I feel like. You know, I would have said that a couple of weeks ago. You know, there was that point when we were we were getting excited that we did feel like overall we thought maybe everyone knew what they were doing and the we rigamar to beat the pandemic and we thought specifically theaters were going to open tenant was going to open we had some hope i think starting from our last episode when daddy woke up daddy gave it to us straight daddy set the want to be old boys want to be old girls straight i do feel like from that point daddy has taken that um, uh, taken a lot off of our shoulders. And I personally don't think I'm going to be sad when tenant moves. I'm going to be relieved.
0: Yeah. It's like when your worst case scenario comes true and then you have to deal with it. But the fear of it makes what's coming seem worse than it
1: actually is. Yes, yes. Yeah, waiting for tenant to open has become like the longest up ramp on a on a roller coaster ever. And at this point, I just want to get it over with. I've been, you know, I, I I've been at this ninety degree angle for way too long. I'm getting sick. I'm getting real sick from from the the tenant roller coaster. And I just I just want to get over the hill and fucking let me out. Just start
0: screaming. Let me out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let me scream and let me out. All right. So,
0: do we want to move on? We want to update people. Let's let's backtrack a week so that we can
1: give them a top ten that we didn't give them. Gotcha. So now this is, the deadline calculated top tens, which incorporates all the open theaters in. Uh, the country which of course are mostly drive-ins but do incorporate some independent hardtop theaters that have been opened over the last month
0: so we're going to go quickly through this these and then we'll get to this week's top 10 because we have a very big number one movie
1: okay so then you're just going to go through a quick top 10 for the week of Friday, July 3rd yes and then we'll get to the new weekend so
0: Ghostbusters number one Three day, five hundred and fifty k. Number two, Jumanji: The Next Level, three hundred k. Number three, Relic, which is an IFC movie. You know, it's a it's a outdoor it's a drive-in play. Mm-hmm. Three day, two hundred and eighty-two point six k. Number four, Jurassic Park, two hundred and thirty-five k. Number five, Jaws, one hundred ninety-five k. Deadpool. Comes in at number six, $193,000. Number seven, Jungle Book, three day, $171,000. Number eight, Star Wars The Force Awakens, three day, $123,000. Number nine, Still Holding On, The Hunt, $111K. And then. I just gotta, I gotta clap for the hunt. And then, number 10, My Spy. (gasps) Three Day, 107K. Good for Batista. Yeah, a movie available on Amazon that I watched and enjoyed. So, good for him. As did I. Making the top 10.
1: Wow, good for Dave Batista and Kristen Schaal getting My Spy into the top 10 a few weeks ago when it's available for free. On Amazon Prime, good for them. So,
0: real quick, I mean, and also just
1: uh, before we go into the new week, just my one other observation about the box office two weeks ago: uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker once again proving to be a complete failure for it to open up number eight. Well, Force in Awakens. This, uh, this was Force Awakens. I'm sorry. Oh, Force Awakens.
0: Okay, but it's showing. Well, there's a lack of interest for this current
1: trilogy. Yes. Yes. I think you could you could um attribute that bombing of Force Awakens with the backlash to Rise of Skywalker. So that's still a blemish on Rise of Skywalker's record. Absolutely. Yeah. So course. that's taken
0: care of. Now let's get to this week's mm-hmm. top ten and it's very, very interesting. So this is this past weekend. Number one, Empire Strikes Back in 611 theaters had a three-day of 61—I mean, sorry, $611,000 and a five-day of $644,000. Now, this shows people want to see the, the original trilogy. hmm. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. They don't want the prequels. They don't want the Force Awakens trilogy. They want the OG trilogy. Just give them that. That's what they want.
1: Yeah, this is this is a big win for George Lucas. I mean, I think the thing that we're seeing as we'll go through this and and you know, the as we've been covering the sort of like catalog Heavy top tens the last few weeks is big wins for the George Lucas Spielberg Zemeckis you know eighties crew like they've really they they've really come into this top ten waving waving their crotches around
0: yeah I mean I think I think we're gonna see more of that crew coming up. Mhm. Number 2 though. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. 421 theaters, 3 day, $367,000. I mean, that's a movie people love and a movie yep. people will still want to go see and revisit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh Yeah, everyone everyone loved it. It was a best picture nom 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 um it you know it yeah it definitely harkens back to a better time I mean I guess all these movies do um but yeah I think that you know that's the a Marvel movie that I think just has so much goodwill yeah you know even even more so than big you know I guess that was about as big as those Marvel movies get other than the Avengers movies yeah it, it's um, as
0: big. It's the the only one bigger than it is Endgame, really. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's a huge coup for Disney. Disney's got a few on this list. Mhm. Number three, right behind it, another Disney movie, Inside Out, three hundred forty thousand dollars in four hundred forty two theaters.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Have we been seeing a lot of Pixar movies in these top tens the last month? No. I feel like we haven't. Like this is the first one we have yet to. See... Okay, this is the first one. So I'm curious to see how Inside Out does compared to when they start releasing like the Toy Story movies.
0: Well, we we saw Zootopia a few weeks mm-hmm. weekends ago, and that's not a Pixar movie, but it's a Disney animation. Um, right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting cuz I do think if you put out, you know, Toy Story 3, yes. That performs better than Inside Out.
1: Yes. Do you think now Toy Story 4 is a movie that a couple of years ago came out and bombed? Well, you you famously keep considering it a bomb because its opening weekend wasn't as big as it should have been, yes. even though it's still a movie that ended up making, you know, I think over four hundred million domestic. Um, do you think Toy Story four in a re release could redeem itself with its box? It's you know now in this now
0: it's not a beloved movie. It's already been forgotten. Um, nobody thinks about Forky anymore. I think the big one you you if you want to get to number one, Incredibles two.
1: Okay, I could see that. Yeah, that I could movie definitely was see Bobo. It's mm-hmm.
0: made for the cinema experience. Mm-hmm. Brad Bird coming back hard, Hollywood give this guy a live action film, please. I think that's the that's the one that that uh, blows the roof off, if you will.
1: Okay it's not going to blow any roofs off because it's not going to be really playing under a lot of roofs, but so then that's your prediction. Your Pixar prediction is the only way they could get to number one is going to be Incredibles two. I
0: don't think it's the only way, but it's a guaranteed way. I mean, I think finding yeah.
1: Nemo is a possibility. Maybe. I mean, Ratatouille, no. those aren't, that's not going to do much. You, I don't see that even getting re-released. No. Nope. Um, the Monsters, University or Ink movies, you don't think Billy Crystal gets the number one with one of those?
0: No, I, I feel like those, as much as, I think the thing about Incredibles too is that, it's one of the, it's one of the best. Action wise, but also the animation is up to date because even the uh, the original Monsters Inc probably looks a little bit
1: old. Right, right, right.
0: And you know, uh, Toy Story. Three probably looks a little bit old, too, but I think that's just more of a beloved movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That's I think that's going to be an interesting thing if they start pulling out these Pixar movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's I hadn't even thought about those in terms of catalog titles, but it does make sense for us to start seeing a different Pixar movie out every week.
0: So number four, Relic, which is an IFC movie, which we talked about. Just a second ago, 126 theaters, three-day, 236K. So, you know, IFC is, you know, they're actually putting up some numbers here with this Relic movie. Yeah. But it's a VOD option, too. I mean, you can PVOD it. So I think, you know, this is a drive-in movie. This is the kind of stuff that people want to go see when they want to see new stuff. And this is the prime... This is a prime time for these small movies because it ain't going to, you know, if if theaters start closing, there's going to be less screens for these little movies to be on. So this is their golden
1: age. Right. Yeah, this is this is, you know, this year 2020 will be remembered for a lot of things. But, you know, and maybe way further down the list, but somewhere on the list. It also is the year of IFC films.
0: Yeah. Good and bad. Yes. Cuz they're genuine scammers and we got to applaud the scammers a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they also are, you know, putting out movies that are doing well against the competition.
1: Yeah, they're doing well in this climate. IFC is very much of of the pandemic taste.
0: But do you want to be known as the pandemic like do you want to be the the studio that is the best suited for a pandemic
1: i mean maybe i guess it depends on how long the the pandemic happens or continues yeah i mean it, it, it that might be the way that a lot of studios are going to want to position themselves you know i think you give it a couple of more months to see if there's a vaccine but you know come the end of the year if there's no vaccine all these studios are going to have to start figuring out their pandemic slogan You know, we're your choice for the eternal pandemic, Disney.
0: Yeah. That could be.
1: Yeah. So IFC has already got that leg up because I think, you know, Warner Brothers starts to say we're the pandemic studio. People are going to say, I don't know. I feel like IFC is the one who put out a lot of new movies. And they've
0: thrived the most.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, so they're most authentically uh, pro-pandemic IFC. So, number
0: five, Jurassic Park, three-day, $224,000. This was in 227 theaters.
1: Number six, Goonies, 134 number six. theaters. So, one thing I got to say on Jurassic Park, though, number five, this is, Really, these dinosaurs have amazing legs because, you know, we keep seeing these catalog titles come and go. The top ten has been very volatile these last few weeks, but Jurassic Park is just always in there. I mean, this week it only had a five percent drop. Yeah, and and Jurassic Park is one of the first catalog titles that was re-released. You know, five six weeks ago when the, when the hardtop started opening. Jurassic Park is just holding so well. It's such. This has been such a great run for Spielberg and Jurassic Park.
0: Absolutely. I mean, like you said, these dinosaurs, they got short arms but long legs.
1: Yep. Yep. So, yeah, number six, you says, The Goonies. 134 theaters,
0: three-day, $213,000. Now, interestingly, up... Two hundred and twenty-three percent from last week. Wow. So, maybe that's a maybe that's a case of just
1: who knows? Because the theater count well, it, only went up twenty-one theaters, so not a ton. So that's kind of weird. I guess maybe
0: people. I don't know. That's a very that's a crazy
1: crazy amount. I I feel like we've got to check. Social media, like maybe Corey Feldman's been pushing it extra hard. Well, you know, it you know it might be that it just wasn't in theaters last week, and that's
0: why mm-hmm. it's going from zero to two hundred and thirteen k, and that's why it's a plus two hundred and twenty three percent.
1: No, well, it it I mean, we have the theater count. It it was in a hundred and thirteen oh, theaters. Oh, that's true. Last that's week. true. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, because we see it only added twenty one. Theaters, that's so or twenty one screens. Interesting. So, uh, it, the it was in theaters last week, and the big jump has to be something beyond availability. The big jump was just the, the collective unibrain interest in the Goonies. Just uh, what was way higher this week?
0: That's yeah. That's so fascinating. These. Man, we got to really dig deep into these at some point and figure out what the what the release is like and why these are so volatile. It's just so interesting.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, we the BO boys, we have not been in a movie theater since the pandemic started. I've been and past a the movie theater but not inside. No, we haven't seen anything. We haven't been to a drive-in, and we have not been to one of the reopened uh, indie hardtop theaters. It could be a situation where the Goonies have gotten a lot of in-theater placement for their merchandising. You know, where maybe there are standees of Sean Astin and Data and, you know, uh, Corey Feldman just in these theaters... In a way that some of the other movies haven't been pushing, as hard, you know. So that's getting people to be like, "Oh, look, there's a Corey Feldman standee right at the ticket booth. Why don't we see Goonies?"
0: Could be. I mean, Bo wanna be a boys, wanna be girls. Take pics, pics please. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If you're in one of these theaters that's showing Goonies, and there's standees of the characters. Or, you know, I don't know, maybe Josh Brolin is is visiting or uh, has Cyndi Lauper done like an outdoor concert? you know, it could it could be something like that where Cyndi Lauper is doing outdoor concerts at these drive ins showing the Goonies. We don't know that. We don't. That's true. Yeah. So anything's a possibility. Probably one of the ones we mentioned is what's going on.
0: So, yeah, if anybody knows, please, you let us know. Yeah. Number seven. This is an interesting one, and and, and I'm very happy about it. Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. Yep. 66 theaters, $164,000. This is a movie available for free on Hulu, which is an inexpensive service that Mm -hmm. most people have access to, and people still wanted to go to the theater and see this, Andy Samberg movie and I know we both saw it and we both loved it and I could see this being a uh, a movie that would be really fun to
1: see in a theater setting yes I mean we, we yeah we both love this it is probably the best like pure comedy movie that we, we've had out maybe this year
0: yeah, I can't think of another comedy that's come out this year, even.
1: So here's a little, a little stat for you. So this Andy Samberg movie opened up this week at number seven, right? Palm Springs opened up at number seven. The last big movie that Andy Samberg headlined was, of course, something that we loved but did not do very well pop star, which also opened up its opening weekend at number seven. Wow. And and how much did it make, do you know? Um, I'm looking oh, I'm sorry, I was wrong about that. Popstar opened up its opening weekend at number eight. Ooh. And an opening weekend of four point six million. Oh, uh, what, tra- so, what a travesty what
0: a travesty.
1: Yes. The people, the 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 box office people, uh, the theater goers failed on that one. They got it wrong. But Palm Springs opened up at number seven. So this is a big win for Andy Samberg because he's moved up in the top ten. Yes. A better opening comparatively than Popstar.
0: And this is a bold move because this wasn't a scared move like Judd Apatow did with his uh, with the King of Staten Island, mm-hmm. this is a bold move where they could have hid behind Hulu and not had to think about how many people watched it and not release any numbers. But this, this shows that people wanted to see this movie.
1: Yes, yeah this this is a this is a, a great opening for Sandberg. Like we said, Popstar opened number eight, Palm Springs opened number seven, so he's on the upward trajectory.
0: Number eight Gremlins, fifty nine mm-hmm. theaters plus twenty four theaters, so it it increased theaters three day one hundred and forty thousand dollars plus five hundred and forty five percent. So yeah, it, we've got another huge move up.
1: Here, okay, here's now something I think we could um, assume is happening in a lot of theaters, which is, you know, drive-ins love their double features, and. I have got to think *Goonies* *Gremlins* has got to be a double feature at a lot of drive-in theaters.
0: Yeah, that's that tracks.
1: You know, it's Amblin Entertainment, early '80s, Spielberg produced. Uh, you know, kid adventure movies,
0: and and in just drive-in fashion, I'm sure they advertise this as, "Come see the double G's." Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you know, people they want to be like, "Oh, they're they've got to
1: see those G's." Got to see the double G's. Um, yeah. So I bet you that's happening a lot. Yeah that that yeah. does
0: make sense.
1: Yeah, and so you got Palm Springs seven in between those G's. Yeah, in between Goonies and Gremlins. Just squeeze between so those. It's a good G's. spot. Oh, it's a great yep. spot to be. Yeah, good spot for Palm Springs in between those G's. Um, yeah, and I mean. Now we're really, with this next one, just king of the box office, Steven Spielberg, just keeps rolling on. So this is actually tied at number eight with Gremlins. Mm -hmm. Jaws,
0: a a war horse, if you will, a real workhorse. 179 theaters, three-day, $140,000, only down 28%. So I mean, this is a summer blockbuster movie the first summer blockbuster, some will say, mm-hmm. and some would be right. So this, I think, is a perennial. This is the kind of movie that people are like, let's just see Jaws. I haven't seen Jaws in years. I haven't seen Jaws since three summers ago. I haven't seen Jaws in 30 years. There's such a... There's such a this is such a signpost movie. You know, girlfriends telling their boyfriends, oh, you... You haven't seen Jaws. You got to see Jaws. Let's go see Jaws. You know, the, that
1: kind of thing. Right. It's a must watch. Right. 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 And then everyone's coming out of it saying, don't go in the water.
0: Exactly. They're humming, dun dun, dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Mm hmm. So. Which that song must be shooting up the iTunes tracks, too. We're not going to check that. We're not the iTunes boys. But you would think that the Jaws hum has got to be a big big hit song right now. Well, it's probably trending on TikTok for sure. Yes, definitely.
0: So, number 10, a film called Most Wanted starring Josh Hartnett. Huh. 72 theaters, a three-day of $138,000. If I would have told you at the beginning of 2020 that Josh Hartnett would be in a film, starring in a film... That was a top 10 film at the box office in a weekend. Would you have spit in my
1: face? Of course. Of course I'd spit in your face. And this,
0: of course, is pre-COVID. We used to spit in each other's faces all the time.
1: Right. And we couldn't spread anything back then. No.
0: No. We couldn't spread anything that either of us didn't already have.
1: Exactly. So Post-COVID, we're not spitting each other's faces. We're not even in the same room, huh? I couldn't if I wanted to. No. I wouldn't even know where... You're at an undisclosed location. I wouldn't even know where to spit. You couldn't even mail me your spit. Nope. Nope. If I put spit in a vial, in an envelope, there's nothing I could do with it. I mean, I could send it to someone else whose address I know, but I couldn't send it to Clayton. So I ain't spitting in his face. All right. Huh. Yeah, so
0: I... Man, these top tens are nice,
1: but... Well, it's a it's a big. uh, This is a big win for Josh Hartnett getting into a top 10, even in this context, even in a worldwide pandemic, even in the worst year of recorded human history, or at least, you know, recent times. Josh Hartnett has to look at this as a pretty good summer because he's back in the top 10 and it's been a while. Is COVID Josh Hartnett's Pulp Fiction? Huh.
0: Right? is he come Well, back, like
1: COVID would be his Tarantino. Like COVID's the one who brought him back.
0: Yeah, the auteur. You the, know, and
1: most wanted is his Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe. We'll see when the Oscar nom-nom-noms come out, because I feel like that's also part of the Travolta Pulp Fiction story. Yeah. Um, but at the least, Josh Hartnett, he popped a bottle this weekend. Uh, Top 10, he's popping bottles. He's
0: popping bottles. But you know what? If I'm Josh Hartnett, I'm popping bottles every weekend.
1: Yeah, sure. He's got a pool. He's definitely got a pool. So A face like that and a pool? Bottles.
0: Come on. Yep. Popping bottles all day, yeah. every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's quite enough. Oh, we did it. We definitely did it. So, everyone, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know, have you been to a movie theater this past weekend? Are there Goonies, promotional items, standees, um, you know, old posters, uh, holograms, that kind of thing? you know, holograms of the the, the leader of the uh, Tortelli gang. Um, let us know what kind of in-theater promotion the Goonies are getting. Send us pics. The B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com.
0: And uh, Patreon. I'm not talking about the For, Oh, Sorry,
1: and I meant fr- Fratellis, right? It's the Fratelli gang.
0: It's the Fratellis, absolutely. The yes. Tortellis are, isn't that... Um,
1: was that the spinoff of Married with Children uh, possibly
0: isn't that the last name of uh, what's her face from Cheers
1: yes yes Tor- that's what I was anyway the Fratelli gang let us know are there standees at the Goonies in those theaters anyway sorry you were about to say Clayton. no
0: it's a Patreon I'm not talking about the Patreon anymore you get, no. sp- take that money lawyer
1: up period yeah, exactly
0: we're in lawyer Perfect. up mode. The, and you know what? I yep. got a lawyer It's going to come at you for the money that you owe at some point, but not now. And not anytime soon. Not now.
1: No. So before Clayton has a chance to sue you for what you owe from back Patreon, use what you would have spent on the Patreon to lawyer up pre- you know, in advance. I think that's a great piece of advice.
0: Yes, that's a great piece of advice to go out on. So – Until next time, we'll
1: We'll smell smell you you at at the the box box office. office.
0: Nailed it.
1: Nailed it.